don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laurel. be some changes indeed the pioneering jazz guitarist father of jazz guitar and i believe that statement eddie lang in 1928 his version of that tune uh, with his friend frank signorelli on piano hello it is sunday so it must be the american grooves radio hour and it is indeed joe lauro here Every Sunday at 4 o'clock with a command performance at 10 of the same show. So you got two opportunities to listen to it on Sunday. And we're here 
playing old 78s of all different types from my collection. And um, usually we focus on a song, a song of the week. And um, I think this week, instead of playing like four or five versions of the same tune, uh, one after the other, we're going to intersperse it throughout the broadcast. But today's tune, uh, one of the most important ragtime slash jazz tunes, uh, Maple Leaf Rag, composed by Scott Joplin in 1899 and published by Stark Publications out in Missouri. And the tune remains some 124 years later, just one of the greatest pieces of Americana of all times. It had a revival, believe it or not, ragtime in general, in the early 1970s with the, uh, the film The Sting that brought some of Scott Joplin's, quote, classic rags to America yet again. That great film actually took place in the 30s, but somehow the ragtime from 30 years earlier seemed to work. But it certainly spawned on a revival with people like Josh Rifkin releasing albums of all kinds of great, Scott Joplin, Joseph Lamb, you name it, ragtime. Well, let's start with one of the earliest recorded versions I could find. This is by banjo player Vess Osmond, recorded on Columbia Records 1907, just eight years after the tune was published. His Maple Leaf Rag. <laughs> Thank you. 
Vessosman's Maple Leaf Rag. And uh, Maple Leaf Rag was really the first huge ragtime success when it was published. Um, it was associated with the city of Sedalia, Missouri, where Scott Joplin lived for a while. And Maple Leaf Club was a place where uh, all types of musicians, black musicians, gathered, hung out, demonstrated music to each other. And Scott Joplin wrote the tune with that club in mind. And, you know, even though ragtime pretty much ended as a popular form of music uh, right around the time of Joplin's death in 1917 and right when the first jazz recordings were issued, Maple Leaf Rag just lived on and on and on. And I think every kid who first studies piano is presented Maple Leaf Rag as something to try to emulate uh, the publication of a lot of these, quote, classic rags. They were rather complex piano pieces. Uh, They were kind of toned down for publication, even though so many people played the piano back in the day. um, You know, no one had the virtuosity of some of these professionals. So these more uh, um, toned down, simpler versions were put out on sheet music. And played by so many people and it's a tune that you know it was nostalgia in 1926 and that's why so many jazz bands were playing it plus it swung here is one of my favorite real early jazz band versions of the tune as recorded in new orleans by the halfway house dance orchestra with albert bruni's being the leader their 1926 maple leaf rag Thank you. 
great Lonnie Johnson, a 1937 guitar solo that he called Winging Out Rhythm. And, uh, you know, Lonnie Johnson always adapted to the times. He first started recording in the early mid-1920s, first as the member of his brother's basically string band, playing a lot of hokum, stomping, barrelhouse-type blues, sometimes recording on violin. He was a great sort of country violinist, but of course he made his mark as a guitarist. And I put a close parallel between Lonnie Johnson and his pal Eddie Lang. They both were virtuoso guitarists and really pushed the guitar in jazz a little further than most people were at the time. And Johnson, you know, not only recorded blues records accompanied by his guitar, but he also recorded with people like Duke Ellington. And there were some famous solos between Eddie Lang and Lonnie Johnson. We're going to focus an entire show in a couple of weeks on those two musicians, solo recordings and some of the duets they recorded. Uh, And again, before that, uh, our second version of Maple Leaf Rag and a show that we're dedicating to that great 1899 (laughs) Scott Joplin recording. Only here on American Grooves are we playing recordings or songs written 124 years ago. And without further ado, here's a swinging version from 1932 performed by the great New Orleans soprano sax clarinetist Sidney Bechet and his band with Tommy Ladnier on trumpet, their maple leaf rag.
I went to bed last night Feeling mighty fine Two o'clock this morning The jig leg went down my spine I had to jig leg too I had to jig leg too I woke up this morning I couldn't get out of my bed This stuff they call jig leg Had me nearly dead It was a jig leg too It was a jig leg too Been in a hive of bees This stuff they call Jake Leg Has gone down in her knees She got the Jake Leg too She got the Jake Leg too A preacher drank some ginger He said he did it for flu That was his excuse For having the Jake Leg too He got the Jake Leg too He got the Jake Leg too Talk about your booze. This stuff they call Jake Leg has gone down in my shoes. I got the Jake Leg too. I got the Jake Leg too. Boy, to make a ginger, still will do its part. Boy, to make a ginger, will kill your honest heart. I got the Jake Leg too. I got the Jake Leg too. Surprise, surprise, one of the poor Ray brothers who recorded that song in 1931 woke up one morning with the Jake leg. What was the Jake leg? It was a paralysis caused by drinking improperly distilled or contaminated liquor. All the rage during Prohibition. See, this is what happens when you... When the government regulates things that people will absolutely never stop using, like drinking alcohol. And, you know, the repercussions of prohibition will be felt forever from the beginning of the mafia in America who found their niche bootlegging liquor, smuggling it from Canada people that were making their own booze. They were not going to stop drinking, folks. And that is what caused Jake Leg. Brewing your own, drinking illegal stuff, moonshine, 
hooch, whatever it was, and that is where the Jake leg came from. Enough talk of illicit activities. Here's my favorite, Jimmy Rogers, 1931, My Blue-Eyed Jane. The sweetest girl in the world is my blue-eyed Jane. We fell in love like turtle doves while the moon was shining down. I asked her then, I asked her when the wedding bells would ring. She said, oh dear, it seems so queer that this could happen here. You are my little pal. And I never knew a sweeter gal My little blue-eyed Jane I love you so And when the sun goes down And the shadows creeping over town Just meet me in the lane My blue-eyed Jane Janie dear Listen here, I've come to say farewell The world is drear without you, dear But now I cannot linger here I'm going away this very day Oh, please come go with me I'll be sad and blue for wanting you Longing all day through my little blue-eyed Jane And when the sun goes down And the shadows creeping over town Then I'll come back again My blue-eyed Jane Jimmy Rogers there with Bob Sawyer's little jazz band, My Blue-Eyed Jane. First time I heard that was uh, Leon Redbone's version when I was about 16, 17 years old when that record came out. Uh, Hey, you know, um, the center of recording back in the day, and probably now as well, was New York City. uh, Well, now it's Los Angeles as well. Uh, And clearly all the big record companies were in New York. And um, most of the recordings you're hearing of Maple Leaf Rag were recorded in New York. But here's an exception. Uh, They had field trips. And um, you did hear uh, Albert Bruni's band recorded in New Orleans. But now here is a real territory recording. They took their 
recording equipment in a truck and went down to Hot Springs, Arkansas in 1937 and recorded anything that they thought might sell, either locally, generally locally, or regionally. And here is a band that I never really heard before. They were called Ike Raggins Orchestra, one single session recorded by Vocalion Records on their field trip to Arkansas, Hot Springs, Arkansas, where they recorded them and a whole bunch of other people. Also on that trip, the first recordings of Robert Johnson were made. But here is Ike Raggin and his orchestra, the sort of confused version of Maple Leaf Rag. It's totally cool, though. It's kind of a cross between trad jazz and swing. They're Maple Leaf Raggin'. Everybody's crazy about the dark times drop. 
A hundred dollar bill would make a broke man slobber. A woman with the strut would make a good man holler. The old folks got it, young folks got it. Everybody's crazy about the downtown strut. Takes a greyhound for running, takes a rhyme on the road, takes a man with the strut to satisfy my soul. The old folks got it, young folks got it. Everybody's crazy about the dark time stuff. Your women when your cyclist birds, your grandma does the strut in your grandpa's shirt. The old folks got it, young folks got it, and everybody's crazy about the dark time strut. Some of you men, when your striped hoes, you done lost your strut many years ago. The old folks got it, young folks got it, and everybody's crazy about the dark time strut. Just to show a little fish can't live on dry land. A woman with the strut can always get a man. The old folks got it, young folks got it, and everybody's crazy about the dark time strut. Minnie Wallace with her friends from the Memphis Jug Band in 1929. The old folks started it. We have them to blame, folks. And before that, again, Ike Raggins swinging jazzy version of Maple Leaf Rag. Folks, if you're just tuning in, this is Joe Laro, and I am your host every Sunday at 4 o'clock with a command performance at 10 of the American Grooves Radio Hour, where each week we play nothing but pre-1940, 78 RPM records of the great crazy quilt of American musical genres, all from the original 78s in my collection and the collection of friends of mine. And you're listening to us right here on WLIW-FM Southampton. We're over the air at 88.3 and serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut. If you happen to be in Western Suffolk, you could tune us in at 96.9 on your FM Dial and we're streaming at WLIW.org backslash radio and on all of your favorite streaming platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. American Grooves Radio Hour is a podcast as well. And this is listener supported WLIW FM, Long Island's only NPR station.
my gal would do me that way. I never thought that she would leave me someday. But now there's nothing I can do or can say. I'm all alone. I might have known it. I thought she loved me like a sweet mama should. She got ambitious and she left me for good. I'm just as lost as any babes in the wood. Since my best gal turned me
instance, my best gal turned me down. Two versions of the same tune from the same year, showing you two slightly different approaches. The first by Jan Garber and his orchestra, and the second, the legendary Bix Beiderbeck and his gang, their recording that is probably more familiar to any of you that listen to this sort of stuff. But the Jan Garber version is totally cool. And if you're just tuning in, the focus of our little broadcast today is Maple Leaf Rag, the great Scott Joplin, groundbreaking 1899 composition. You know, Joplin in his career recorded around 40 rags with the Stark Company uh, and was quite successful, but he had ambitions of writing more serious music. And his Ragtime, known as classic ragtime, really not meant to be played fast. Very slow, beautiful ragtime, classical American music, if you ask me. But he had ambitions as a writer of operas. He wrote two operas. None of them during his lifetime had any degree of success very frustrating to Scott Joplin. He moved to New York in 1907, where he thought he might have greater luck with his operas. And his opera, Tremonitia, was his masterpiece, and he could not find anyone to publish it. He self-published it, and in 1915, actually produced a version of it, a live version of it, a performance at the Harlem Opera House, and unfortunately, it did not go over well. He was the only musician playing piano with the vocalists, and he never had any success. And at this point in Joplin's sad ending of his life, he had advanced syphilis, which also hampered his physical abilities, musical abilities, and he really died pretty much in poverty in New York in 1917. But you know, happily, in terms of the ages, he left quite a legacy of amazing music, music that to me is some of the greatest American music of all time. It is our classical music. Scott Joplin's Maple Leaf Rag was just the very beginning of it. We all know The Entertainer and so many other rags that he composed. Scott Joplin, here is the only known version of Scott Joplin actually performing the tune himself. He never made a phonograph record, but what he did do is he made piano rolls. This was uh, a... Piano rolls were something that people had in their living room. You had a piano. Some of the pianos actually played themselves. You put a roll into the piano. You pumped it by foot, usually, pumping air into it and moving along the perforated paper that was the piano roll. The other end of that was a musician would record it and perforate it with the notes of the piano, hitting the keys down onto the paper would make a perforation. And then the, the system was basically reversed when you played the thing on your player piano at home. And a lot of musicians at the time made extra money going to these piano roll companies 
uh, like QRS and Ampico and recording their music or pop music of the day onto a piano roll, which was sold and wound up in the living rooms of millions of Americans back in the day when people used to entertain each other in their parlors with their piano and other instruments. So here we have Scott Joplin, his only known recording via piano roll of his immortal maple leaf rag.
Fletcher Henderson and his orchestra in 1928. I'm coming, Virginia, Coleman Hawkins, Bobby Stark. What a great band. This is Joe Lauro. We're signing off now, American Grooves Radio Hour. But don't worry. We will be back next Sunday at 4 o'clock playing all kinds of old 78s. I'm not sure what we're going to do, but we'll have some fun for sure. So until then, have a great week. And here's a little bit of the New Orleans Rhythm Kings 1924 version of what else? Maple Leaf Rag. Good night, folks. Brought to you weekly on WLIW-FM, Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats. 